opening day at their stadium, Denver, Colorado. Are you going to be there for that game? No, unfortunately not. I wish. When is it? It is this coming Friday. Ah, I'll be there. (laughs) Ah, no! I'm not going to that game, though, quite honestly. (laughs) Oh, no, it's super expensive, which is ridiculous, because even a Dodgers game isn't that much on a normal day, and they've been to the World Series twice. Whatever. I remember we were in Milwaukee on tour. I was on tour with Brick Fight. And the Milwaukee Brewers Stadium had like someone they like bought like five dollar tickets and there's like eight people in the stadium or something like that. Oh man, that's so sad. Yeah, the Rockies just played the Marlins and Marissa was noticing the same thing in their stadium. She's like, gosh, nobody's there. Look how empty it is. Like, yeah, yeah, they just no don't one... have a fan base. But Milwaukee's I don't actually think a good is. team now. Oh. What was that? Oh, I was to say that in te- we used to go to Texas Rangers games and they were packed, but people just did not care to be there. Yeah, I think I've told you about the time that everyone got up and left in like the eighth inning. Oh, wow. We actually went to a game on Friday, like opening weekend, and it lasted six and a half hours. Yeah, it was horrendous. (laughs) And you're listening to What You've Been Sportsin' To. For you new listeners out there, What You've Been Listening To is a spinoff of the Let's Get podcast where we talk about things we've been listening to start off with three of us very recently now there's only two of us and every time we mention a band uh mention a band johnny say dikembe who Dikembe, because you know what? Uh, you can go ahead and finish this. I got something else to begin this before we get into it. Go ahead and finish <laughs> finish this section. Well, you just heard Dikembe, so there it is. That's what we do. If you, we mention a band, we will play 95% of the bands we mention. <laughs> yeah, unless there's... Like, check this out. Quiet Riot? Nothing. No. Who cares? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I watched that movie, The Dirt. Oh, yeah. It was okay. How was that? It was fine. <laughs> it was like... Who's it about? Uh, Motley Crue. Going to play him because I have it on my computer already. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah, it it was fine. Not knowing too much about them, it was interesting enough. The only thing I know about Motley Crue is the Misfits. Black Flag. Chased them down the street <laughs> in Los Angeles at one point in their youth. Yeah. And there's an episode of Saturday Night Live where uh, Tommy Lee was on it mm-hmm. because Pam Anderson was the host. And Henry Rollins is on it too. And there's a part where Pam Anderson goes like, let's hear it for Rollins' band. And then Tommy Lee's like, woo, woo, <laughs> like he looks so, he looks clapping so nervously. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. Yeah. So I guess. So you've been listening to Motley Crue. Yeah, 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 
yeah, I guess so. No, uh, no, I have not. But first off, before I get into that, I have to clear my name again about the emo comment made on one of the Koi <laughs> Kids podcast. What didn't he yeah. like about it? It wasn't emo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't an emo band from 2000 to 2010. Music wasn't written by people with uh, a day of a week in their name. <laughs> God, trying to get some getting dissed on this episode. Oh yes, yeah. There is not too much two thousand late two thousands emo that I like. So yeah, definitely old school emo guy. Uh, Rights of Spring. Gonna make you play that one. That's fine. I like Rights of Spring. Yeah. So yeah, stuff like that. But Dikembe is a newer emo band that I'm into, I guess. That's why I mentioned them, so you could hear. Oh, excellent. Can't do it now, it's too late. You could have easily just named like 50 emo bands that I would at all had to insert <laughs> I them know. in there. I am not going to be that cruel. And then I have to do all the work of sending you but, the music. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The team effort over okay. here. A team, what you've been listening <laughs> team, to. Yeah. Wait, yeah. wait. What episode uh, is this? Episode 31. Like I said, it's the wait. first. No, it is not. It is 41. 41. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. 41. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I lost count. It's, it's Dirk Nowitzki. Oh, my man, Dirk. Dirk. Bringing it back yeah, home. Yeah, man. That guy is a oh, legend man. who's still playing. And yeah, I mean, he hasn't said he's going to retire, but it seems like he'll retire. When we recorded this, I wasn't sure if Dirk was going to retire or not, but yeah, on April 10th, he did retire. 21 years with the Dallas Mavericks. I think I already said that. Anyway, goodbye, Dirk. Apparently, my friend Tyler's mom got a picture of Dirk Nowitzki, and she brought a, like, a German Stein with her to take a picture with him uh-huh. with it, and... I think he had thought it was for him because he saw it. And he was like, oh, it's very nice. Oh, I love it. And then when she took it back, Tyler says he remembers Dirk looking very sad. Oh, that's awesome. Broke Dirk's heart, Bernadette. <laughs> Damn. Did Dirk dirty. Hey, Johnny, what you been listening to? Oh, man. Thought it would take forever to get to this point. Whew. Uh, You know, I've been listening to a split. Yeah? A split. Sounds like we got a theme for this you know, show. I think we do. Yeah, it's two bands, innards. And two nights. That's where I'm from. Well, uh, uh, two nights, I believe, is from Denton. Okay. Denton proper, yes. Miles and Parker, they're both from Denton. And uh, my band, People Men. Played our first show with them. Their first show in Fort Worth was our first show. That's awesome. Both two-piece silly bands. Actually, it was an all-two-piece show, if I recall. What was the touring band called? 
Oh, that's going to be funny to look up because I can't remember what they're called. Oh, dear. Factbot. Jeez, Rick, you are quite the forgetful Freddy these days. The band is called Caddy Humpus. They are from New Orleans. Uh, yeah, I absolutely love these two bands, and I think uh, you had mentioned Innards on a previous episode. Their name just sounded so familiar that I had to look into it, and they were on this split, so that got me listening to it, and yeah, both bands just destroy it with both the tracks they use. The ground different bands i would say i mean still rooted in punk rock but two nights is a little more uh i guess what you'd say uh twinkly It's not too eem. It's pretty eem. Yeah, it is. No, but it, honestly, that's everything I love in emo music, so it's perfect. Both those bands, really. Because even with Innards being a little more aggressive, I guess. still very much so like a like a hot cross or something kind of eem still really liked that believe the track titles i had this up and now i do not for some dumb it doesn't matter we're just gonna play them both Yeah, it's two songs each. 
Yeah. Yeah. Innards was the product of a bunch of different kids I saw come to shows that all worked at the zoo. They were in another band before Innards. I might have to ask Factbot about this one. So you're asking and not just demanding my service now? Well, the band you are thinking of was called Jubilee. They featured Leo and Justin from Innards. They circumvent the shows, and I think they split off, and Leo might have been the only one that crossed. No, that's not true. Leo and the bass player, who I used to call BP, but his name's Justin. I just, for some reason, called him BP. Like, I was the older dude at 1919 Hempill. Uh-huh. So I just was razzing on these little kids all the time, and I just, for some reason, called Justin BP, because it's different bass player. <laughs> and then I believe other people call them BP. That's and, awesome. But probably just me. And there's another band called Zwoons. And members of Zwoons ended up in Innards as well. This is going to be a very Fort Worth heavy soundtrack here. I feel like Leo's bands, not just Innards, but the one previous before that, basically was like the third wave of like 1919 kids coming to shows there. That's cool. Like, and it was weird because they all worked, like a lot of them, a good chunk of them worked at the zoo. That's like weird. <laughs> that thing, is like, super punk weird. Rock kids. They worked at the Fort Worth Zoo. That's so, awesome. They were a saving grace to 1918 Hempel. They had brought a lot of kids to shows and they were all stoked on the DIY stuff. And yeah, same with Two Nights. They ended up playing shows together all the time. I'm not sure if they toured together. That might be a question for one of them. Two solid bands. <laughs> with uh, solid people in them. That's awesome. For a call. I think Leo has since had a bebe and is at home. And as you mentioned before, you like innards because it's full of Latin men. Yes. Sister. <laughs> yeah. Little Latin. Well, no, they were not little. Two of them were very tall. Oh, <laughs> really? Damn. Curse yeah. them. I curse them. <laughs> I like my Latin men little. Well, I'm little, so then it just doesn't right. make me feel bad. Also, for the listener, Johnny's not into little Latin <laughs> men. I don't know. I think Johnny considers himself a yeah, little Latin I man. I consider myself a little Latin man. I don't remember. I feel like you're the same height as me. Oh, Am yeah, I wrong? Definitely. I'm uh, like about, I'm probably like about 5'10", so I'm not like super short. Yeah. I'm a little guy. A yeah, little Latin exactly. man. Exactly. Yeah. One day I'll wear a cowboy hat and a bolo tie. My grandfather's steps. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, when you're in Chicago, I need to take you to this really Dude. awesome Western store. I'm down. Yeah. If we end up speaking in Chicago at the same time, I don't uh, know if that'll happen or not. It'd be fun. But I remember I sent you a band that were members of Two Nights, and Two Nights are in a bunch of other bands where they're both in it. That's pretty cool. They're like both players, and Mimi Siku is the only one that comes to the top of my head, but I know I sent you one recently. Recently, 
uh, Parker even gave me a record of their other band huh. they're in, the two of them. So they just constantly play music. That's cool. They're two solid people. I'm a fan yeah. of that. And you weren't familiar with Innards until I brought it up, right? Right, right. Like, the name had sounded familiar, but yeah, I had no idea until seeing that. And then, yeah, they, they showed up on this website that I peruse for new emo. Yeah, I thought that was that was crazy. Whoa, wait, what? This is the, the band. But I'm always a little curious about that website because it's just like, oh, I don't know if they're just giving away free music or what they're doing here, <laughs> you know? So <laughs> I'm always a little well, weary Well, if you go it. to the uh, the band camp for the innards and two-night split, it's free. Yeah, so for sure. It's a name your price. I'm sure it's out of print. It's over nine years yeah. old, ten years old. Yeah, I believe that's what I saw. It was 2009 yeah. or 2011. Yeah, you're right. That's way long ago now, and that's weird. I want to put something down for the listener and you, mm-hmm. Johnny Ketchum, uh-huh. is before the next episode, you will go to a punk show. <laughs> you will go to another Eam show, any alternative show that is your goal to go to one. Oh, yeah. In Los Angeles. Okay. I could do that. Any old show. Uh, you can go for five minutes and leave. Yeah. I'm actually, I think I'm signed up to go to two shows uh, here in the near future from dear old Maris. Ah, now what are these two shows? <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, believe it or not, it's Connor again. She moved. Oh, that's, that doesn't count. Just you know kidding. you know no, it's, Connor it's is. No, it's actually not. It's, it's Jenny Lewis. Shush. It's Jenny Lewis. Yeah. Jenny Lewis still counts because you're familiar with it. I need you to go to a DIY rock show. Okay. That is your goal. Fair enough. I'm going to have spies in Los Angeles hunting you down. I got to find out where all these kids hang out. Lately, I've learned I've learned a lesson for myself is there's a band I want to see, but I'm feeling really tired. Yeah. I should still go to the show anyways. And if I'm tired and want to go, I can go. But I still made the effort to be there. That's true. Your feelings change once you're there. Yeah. But there's definitely been shows where I walked in super tired and been like, okay, I'm peace and I'm done. Yeah. And the band I saw was High Wasted. That were really good. Like a really fun surf band from New York. Like surf band, surfy band. They had vocals. For sure. Everyone I knew had checked out before they played, and it was really good. And I was like, man, I'm really glad I came to this show. Yeah, definitely. Even though I'm going to pass out in 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm trying to get Johnny Ketchum to go to any old show. I will. I'm trying to revive that spirit. I know, I know. Johnny I need Ketchum it. spirit. I need it bad. Yeah. You could it's pass true. for a young 20-year-old. They won't even question it. You look like a you look like a young man. Yeah, I'll just have to shave my beard entirely. Oh, yeah. I saw the fine. picture of you today. Dashing. Yeah. The dashing I, young man. Oh, yeah. It's it's all trimmed, so it's just like a little bit of grays. Yeah, you're right, though. I almost skipped seeing Festival of Dead Deer. Because I was too tired. And I would have regretted that a lot. Uh, Make it happen. Yep. Uh, you're right. But enough about this. Uh, we could talk more about your friends' bands later. What have <laughs> you been listening to, Rick? Well, I've been listening to my friends' band, Dialer. <laughs> oh, dang it! Send me ice cream! Don't worry, it's not real! 
actually, I only know one of them. But okay, let's let's back that up. Mm-hmm. It is a split with Dialer. Just quit. And Chronic Anxiety. It just came out. I had no idea BJ was in this band, Dialer, that he played. It's like, hey, we're putting out a new record. Hype, hype, hype. It, it was kind of weird when, you're, when your friend's trying to hype the record online. He doesn't really like people care. For sure. And I listened to it and thought it was great. It is super good. Kind of like fast punk industrial. Do I want to say it's industrial at all? Uh, yeah, it kind of feels that way. Maybe but not, not industrial. In, I guess, yeah. Not necessarily industrial, yeah. but it's definitely got a tinge of some kind of electronic feel to it. Definitely has like a a ministry. Early nineties. Yeah, definitely. It's a it's really good. BJ Sweet Man called Hulk Smash, which is a two piece. Kind of heavy stoner band. came through all the time and most of their shows were very like not well attended and i think the first two times they came through i think he hated me he just like put up with me to set up shows for him and i think we we bonded over time he's a very good guy runs a recording studio in philadelphia and even if i didn't know bj this band rules I'm more delighted that he's in it because I know I know him. I don't know who the other person is. What does it say on this on the sheet here? Dialer, who's in your band? What if it's just him? That'd be weird. That'd be crazy. <laughs> and the uh, other band, Chronic Anxiety. No, 
nothing about this band other than I thought it was just distorted bass and drums, and then you informed me that there's a guitar player. Yeah, it's guitar, drum, and vocals. Yeah. Oh, there's no bass? I thought that was just distorted bass. No bass. Oh, yeah, okay. No, I thought no it was bass. three. Oh, no. I... Yeah. Also, very good band from Philadelphia. I wish I would have left that page open so we could read their whack names. Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yes, you know us. It's out on Ooh. Bunny Cat Records mm-hmm. and SRA Records, a little split release. And BJ also sent me a new, some other stuff too. I forgot what it was. It was like a classic punk band. I think it might have been a Dead Milkman record. Rick, you ungrateful slob. The record is a split with a Dead Milkman. It was released by SRA Dash or Record. I don't even remember. Ew. Yeah, he sent me a new dead, How Philly. a dead milkman record. Yeah, a new one, but it's very great. I guess I can't speak too much about this other than it's really good. But BJ did tell me a story, a story about running into Jello Biafra at a prog rock festival and running up to him and be like, Jello Biafra, please sign my ticket stuff. Sign my ticket stuff. He's like, I don't sign anything. And if you guys know that Jello Biafra is from the Dead Kennedys. Why would you want me to sign that? And he was like, because you have a song called I Like Short Songs. And you, you diss a prog rocker in it, and I want you're at a prog rock festival right now. Oh, Rick Wakeman. Rick Wakeman, eat your heart out. Rick Wakeman, eat your heart out. Here we go. That's awesome. And that's a very funny story. That is funny. I listened to a little bit of Dialer. There is authority! immediately fell in love they're amazing uh i don't have too much more to add to that they're worth a listen chronic anxiety 2 was very good It reminded me of this band, I believe they're from San Diego, called Grand Old Party.
longer together, but yeah, very familiar. Or like, uh, something like, yeah, I would just say that because the other thing I want to mention, I do not have and cannot find. (laughs) (laughs) Good band all around. Great split. Order it. This sounds like an endorsement for this record. (laughs) Because it is. I mean, it's brand new. Came out less than a month ago. So get it, baby. (laughs) Should we go to our newest segment? Oh, you know what? I I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Did you want to do it this time? Oh, it's all you. Oh, well, I guess I should ask the listener. So what have you been listening to? (laughs) That was way aggressive, and I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) What an aggressive jerk. (laughs) Hi, this is Parker. I've been listening to American Love Call by Duran Jones and the Indications. It's morning in America, but I can't see the dawn. absolutely slaps from start to finish my favorite song is don't you know was Parker there in oh a band called Two Nights. Yeah. <laughs> Thought I would tie that in a little bit. Yeah, it really did. I can't believe it. It's kind of like we planned this all out. <laughs> it was basically me texting Parker at like five o'clock and be like, hey, can you tell me what you've been listening to? And they were like, yeah, totally. So awesome. <laughs> so yeah, Duran Jones and the indications. Blew my mind earlier because they're from Bloomington, Indiana, where I live right now. And <laughs> And if I recall, they played a show down the street from my house that I didn't go to. Oh. But everyone said they're really good. Now that it's like, it's all coming back to me. They're like, there is a, there's a recording studio here called Russian Recording. Mm-hmm. And they had their like 10 year anniversary and good luck played. And all that concrete traps the heat. A bunch of bands who don't play very often play it in. And Parker is correct. That song is good. But 
I did listen to the album a little bit, and the second song, which I texted to you, because you were on the bus, and I thought it'd be funny if you were looking at the window listening to that song. Got my back. I'm just long, long way from home. I'm just long, long way from home. Lord knows I ain't a saint. My folks in the ones to blame. I ain't chose the path I roam. And it's a long way home. And it was it would have been perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was actually amazing. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's a they're they're very good. It reminds me of like I can't. I'm just some white dude. Uh, like it reminds me of like Chicago blues you'd hear in a John Hughes movie. Bring your sweet loving. Bring it all home to me. Yeah. 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 Is yeah. that fair? Yeah. Very. I'm not, like of this time you know it's not like classic jazz it's it's just ah, it's smooth listening man what else can you say (laughs) baby that shit is smooth yeah i think it was a good pick i now that i know it's very local i shouldn't have any problem picking up that record it's probably in this city somewhere and i will probably get it yeah totally so on a side note i I'm somewhat annoyed by $10 digital downloads. That's what this band offers on their website. Ah, yes. Am I in the wrong? Uh, no, you know, I get bothered about that kind of stuff too. I mean, that's why I mostly still purchase like physically yeah. because, uh, cause if a CD is like 10 bucks, why is a digital download 10 bucks? Right. And it's like, I get like, it. I think like, a digital download should be like $7. Yeah, that would be the perfect price, to be honest. I mean, even if you go to, like, some record labels have their own websites, and 3.1G is actually amazing when it comes to CDs. You can get CDs for, like, nothing on their website. I See, that's cool. think I, I gave you that Head Wound City. I think I picked that up for, like, five yeah. bucks. They have great prices on their records. Pretty much, if you like a label and you like a musician, check them out. Go to their websites, because most of the time they do have something physical for you, and sometimes they just want to get rid of it. Well, this they actually have the physical copy of, mm-hmm. uh, but the digital download is 10, and the CD is 12. Yeah. I went to the uh, Blurg website, the label run by Citizen Fish. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And subhumans. It's the story of your life, and the end of it's your death. And every word that's in between is just a white stuff breath. They had their old records, like they're out of print, but they're like four bucks for digital oh. download. I'm like, dude, I have no problem paying that. Yeah, definitely. That is fine. No, I, I do agree. I mean, I think sometimes when it's on Bandcamp, it seems like that price is set because Bandcamp gets a piece and all that. But... Yeah, it just sucks. I guess 10 is not as bad as 15, which is what I saw recently. I was like, man, I am oh, not paying $15 for yeah, something that can be deleted. For sure. I recently, talking about video games, ah. uh, there's a there's a new game that's on PS4 called Wonder Boy Returns, and I love the Wonder Boy games. Oh, yeah. And 
and it's fifteen dollars for digital download, but like twenty five dollars for like a physical copy. And it's like I'll just get the fucking. It's ten dollars yeah. more. It should be. I'd pay ten dollars oh, for yeah. maybe a digital download. No, that game. really upsets. But then that's even worse. Yeah, with video games especially, that super upsets me. I'm never willing to pay sixty bucks for a digital download of a game that's going to take up too much of my memory that I'm going to have to delete eventually because yeah. it's just too big. Yeah, it's like it's. Uh, no. Digital is such a. It needs to be cheaper. Do you remember that when they found out CDs were like two cents to make and they went from like sixteen dollars to ten dollars yeah. everywhere at like every store? <laughs> yeah, there really... was like an expose that was like you're selling CDs for too much, and they like knocked down the price a lot. Oh yeah, anybody could figure that out. It's crazy that it took so long when you're like, oh, I can buy like a hundred CDRs for like ten bucks or something. It's just like, yeah, there's a problem here. Speaking of CDRs, I figured out how to burn sega cd games today or i didn't figure it out uh our friend lincoln helped me and it's i'm gonna play some sega cd games that's cool lucky because i have a sega cd but you know games are either really bad or super expensive for that system yeah which yeah that's one thing i guess one reason why i'm not willing to own a sega cd or something like that i'm not really into owning consoles to play shitty games (laughs) Yeah, I own a Sega Master System, and I love how shitty a lot of those games are. Yeah, see, those that's different, though. I mean, like, I feel like, I mean, I have my Nintendo, and I have, well, actually, right now, no, I only have, like, good games for it. <laughs> no, yeah, I saw that. You just have, like, a solid collection of Nintendo yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, I got rid of Clash a of lot Demon of games. in there. got some goodies it's true should we end this episode of uh what you've been playing (laughs) what you've been playing splits Splits. starring johnny ketchum and rick split (laughs) split decision (laughs) i don't agree with that (laughs) okay cool yeah i think uh that's good 90s everyone wait 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 a second wait a second What? what are you looking at I just got a notification that you have another, you have a ska podcast. Oh shit! What the Look, hell, Johnny? Man? I didn't want to tell you. What the hell, Johnny? I didn't want to tell you that I... if you went to razorcake.org and searched ska phase, you would find ska phase, the podcast hosted by me and two other people. Another Johnny, mind you. This is. Oh my god! You know what? This is good nineties forever. <laughs> no, it's just ska, Johnny. <laughs> no. Razorcake.org, search for Scafes or sign up for this uh, Razorcake podcast. They have new content once a week. A new podcast, usually hosted by a different person. Thirsty Thursdays with the Dollar Boys, pretty good. And of course, Scafes, even better. Thank you. And sorry, Johnny. I guess you. Take us out, Ska Man. <laughs> oh. All right. Good night, East River. Good night. Good night. Bye.